I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today's episode, we have a lot to get into. The NBA playoffs are rolling along. We're going to talk about those. We will talk about the $900,000 Lewis Hamilton card. F1 is this week. I know the boys are excited to go down to Miami. It'll be the first time we've all been together in quite some time. So we're, uh, no, I guess not. I guess that's not true. I take we were back. in New York. Already off on the I've missed you so we much. I mean, it was quite, that's quite some time, relatively speaking. Yeah, it's quite a, some okay. time. to life. Fair. Yeah. Uh, and then we will do Facebook questions and play of the week as usual. But we'll start with what's in your mind. Ty, looking right at me. Low, 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 low. This is you today. Um, I think the thing I want to do most right now to start it off is probably predictions for the NHL playoffs. Um, that's really top of mind for me as a lifelong New York Rangers fan. So I figured that we could do uh, winners of each first round matchup. Uh, We could probably do winners of the conferences and then winners of the Stanley Cup. I think that'd be good. What do you think, Ry? What do you think? Get into it. I think so. If you're new here, uh, anytime we ever do any predictions, Lou always says that I pick the most obscure shit to uh, do a prediction on, like who's going to be the third pick in the third round. Uh, so that's Lou's way of saying that uh, I'm a little over the top on predictions. What do you think? <laughs> Let's get into it. I'm just saying when you're, you know, right. I mean, right as many times as I've been in this on the show, it's like. I, you're right. So let's go again. Let's I mean, pick so conference let's winners go. and then champion. Who do you got in hockey, right? Who do you got, right? You first. I, I got to see the matchups. <laughs> <laughs> how you're not ready for that? You're not dialed sh- in and focused? Weird. You'd be upset if I ended up winning this, wouldn't you? Uh, that would be tough. Yeah, that would really ruin the show. All right, let me start right. it off. I'll start it off. Yeah, go ahead, Ty. I got the avalanche against the rags. I got the Avalanche breaking the Rangers' heart in the Stanley Cup chip. Psych! I got the Rangers winning the chip. Yeah. You can't pick against your team. Yeah, you can't do that. That's not all that. Um, nope. I'm going to go Maple Leafs against Maple Leafs against the Avalanche as well, and I will take the Maple Leafs to win the Toronto, NHL right? Stanley Cup. Right. I am going to go. Let's see here. Who do I want to pick? Interesting. Hmm. Oh. I'm going to go Oilers versus. Just because, I'm going to go just what I want to see. Right. O- Oilers versus Maple Leafs. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, versus Maple Leafs. Oilers versus Maple Leafs. What, what makes you want uh, to see that? Talk us through that. Matthews Matthews versus McDavid. That's a good idea. That's a good, good logic. Right. He's always got good logic. This guy's thinking yeah. about Matthew- cards at all times. Mm-hmm. Ma- Ma- Matthews versus McDavid. You know, it's like Brady versus Mahomes, right? We got to see that. That yep. was special. That was sick. Uh, but I would go with Toronto. I would go with Toronto to win it all. I, think. I love it. That's that's where I would pick. So. I love it. Well, Zip was trying to get a pick in there, it seemed like. Yeah, Zip, Zip's really – he's a big Oilers guy, so he was excited for Rye. 
Lou, your choice. Um, I, I said it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go um, Avalanche Maple Leafs, and I'm gonna go Maple Leafs to win. So mark that one down, Jay. Make sure we get that on social. Big, big predictions here for the boys. Um, that's on my mind today. Yeah, Rangers playoff run. This is what's on my mind. Rangers playoff run. National creeping in. Um, NBA playoffs. Grayson Allen. Tyler Hero had a big night last night, but Grayson Allen. Uh, we got an event going on at our space tomorrow night. This will launch on Wednesday. We're having the event Wednesday night for so uh, for so rare. Our buddy John Ellis is in town from Scotland. He does a lot of content creation around that. That should be fun. Coffee shop is supposed to open tomorrow in the West Village on Hudson. If you're local and listening to this, drop by. Uh, Miami F1. I'm pumped. It's I got to say, it's one of the most things I've most looking forward to in a long time. I just think it might be like like so electric. You know what I mean? Well, for me, it's a whole it's a whole new experience. So I'm excited to just get on the grounds, be there, soak in the environment, see what's going on. People is going to be all different types of characters walking around, teams, people representing different languages being spoken, different foods. Blah blah. It's going to be nice. Do you think? And then my, yep. Do you think oh. it's improper to wear those big headphones? Because I feel like it's going to hurt my ears. No, if you want to go big headphones. I heard the headphones. shop. I'm supposed to, I got a, I already got a couple pre-orders. I got to get to the apparel shop. Yeah. So I'm worried about my credit card there. Yeah, bit. that's going to be tough for sure. Like there's definitely going to be some purchases made that I'm going to not want to make, but I'm going to have to make. So I'll yeah, figure that out right. later. It's once in a lifetime. Yeah. You know, it's like you guys aren't prepared. I would say I'm so surprised, but I'm not. What do you mean prepared? How would you like me prepared to spend? You know, like just not going it? down there with like a Mercedes shirt and like a Lewis Hamilton shirt. Like, hey, I'm gonna go there and buy it the day of. Like that. I'm like saying you got like the hat. Pop some pieces from the weekend. That yeah, you like hey, first ever Miami yeah, race. No, it just seems like you don't have anything and you're not prepared. It, for it. sounds like you if you're trying to. Ty, how many pieces of F1 merch do you have? How many? Zero. That's a lack of preparation. Is it? How, what do you, is it? Like, what do you mean? Because I didn't go on how many car- F1.com Ty, how many and cards order are you a t-shirt, have- bro? Like, I'm going to call you out on about? this. I'm going to call you out on this right now. How many cards are you going to have priced at the National on day one this year? <laughs> many. Many, 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 Priced many. At day on day one, walk in the door on in, day one, or will they book, be in the notebook? In my book, yeah, the notebook method. Borrowing the price gun. Is hey, going to be banging hey, on, man, on the Hey man, you got there. that price gun? You got that price the gun? Notebook is good. I don't need price gun. I'm a notebook guy. Ooh, price gun is. I'm a notebook guy. It is kind of weird that you won't let us borrow the price gun. Right. First and foremost, no, if you like saw my execution a month before. Yeah, but if I know my boy has a price gun, like you're you're the price gun guy. Like that's what you. Good news is we're going to be set up really close to each other. This I year. can't we're wait. Like a toss. We're going to have so much like fun. That place. corner might be the hottest place in the entire There's show. A hot corner. It's going to be a mob scene every single day in that corner. I can't wait. Right, what's on your mind? Yeah. It seems like there's a lot on your mind, right? <laughs> what's bothering you today? Nothing. I mean, you guys just come in hot and heavy with these, like, hey, let's pick the third round winners in the I NHL mean, you were jumping on Jay's and... back like the second you got on the stream yard today. For what? I don't know. You were just being, being really aggressive towards him. I wasn't aggressive towards Jay. Yes, you were. You don't even realize it. That's how aggressive you're being. No, Jay said, like, he shouldn't have to ask me for a microphone. I'm like, well, I don't live in the state of Florida, so. 
I mean, I'll bring one because they don't either. It's just a guy asking his friend to bring a microphone down. So it's not a big. You know. Well, he didn't ask me. He just threw me under the bus. No, he specifically you. didn't ask you. That's what I'm saying. And threw me under the bus to ask you. What's on your mind, Ryan? Uh, you know what's on my mind? You, Jake, crop this because I won't say this much. The Jets crushed the draft. Say more. I mean, just just crushed it, man. I mean, uh, Amon Gardner, right? You got sauce. And then you can take the best wide receiver in the draft. I agree. At 10. I agree. Right? And then you get the best running back in the draft. Right? Then you get a top three, top five pass rusher and top three tight end. It's getting weird, right? Yeah, it's going to be real unfortunate. It's getting real weird for you. I'm just, I'm disappointed. Uh, the Patriots took some dude I never heard of before. Like, and we were watching the draft live. We were live, uh, whatnot. And I'm sitting there and I'm just talking. I'm like, you know what? Patriots are going to take somebody you've never heard of. Probably some from like FCS school. And they take, and what was the guy's name? Cole Strange. And Sean McVay, that gives all the press conference after where Sean McVay's like, yeah, we had him at 104. And the Patriots take him at, at you know, 20 something, <laughs> whatever, wherever they were. Um, That's a tough scene. So yeah, it was it was rather unfortunate to see so many Buckeye uh, Buckeye guys go to go to New York. But I thought the Jets did really well. I thought the the, the draft was fun. Um, no QBs. Lot yeah, of that trades. was that was what I was gonna say. Is uh, it's gonna be a real interesting year for cards. Yeah, real interesting year. I think from a card fan perspective, if you want cards to do well, I think you've got to hope that Matt. Coral, Corral, whatever his name is, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Those guys get a chance before week 12 to play. Because mm-hmm. uh, if those guys aren't playing by week 12, like it, and the only guy you have playing is Kenny Pickett, he, he, you know, unless he's amazing, unless he's exactly. it's tough. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, you just, you don't have a lot of skill. You know, there's a ton of wide receivers and that's great. And we've seen that those guys can sell well, i.e. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Like, yep. Yeah, so like there's a ton of talent at, at the top for wide receivers, but unless some of those QBs really get in there, I think you're. Well, those, I think it's going to be an interesting year for cards. Those Ritter's going to be a star. Yeah, I think there's a lot. Like all those guys went to spots they could play though. And like Malik Willis is. Uh, we've talked about it before. Lou and I have said it especially. Like Dan Hill's not very good. Desmond Ritter could play over. Well, they gave up on him. By the way, that was crazy. They were just like, "Yep, we're done with Dan Hill." In like an hour. I don't think. I don't think they're done. I mean, they with traded AJ Brown. They traded somebody else. Like they are. I mean, I mean, you drafted what was his name? Burks. That kid's a stud. The kid from Arkansas. I get it, but it felt like they were like, "All right, we're going to trade our star wide receiver. We're going to draft your replacement in a forty-eight hours." Yeah, I just band. think you know at some point what you're getting out of Ryan Tannehill. This is like yeah. a hey, we're going to see if Malik Willis is the real deal. If not, we've got pieces around. I mean, I mean, you have a pretty good offensive line, and I mean, probably one of the best in the league, and you have. The best running back. I mean, in the, the Packers drafted Jordan Duff. True. Brought him in. No, you know what it felt like to me though, right? It felt like all these teams were very much like we don't really care about these quarterbacks because there's a whole big crop coming next year. That's pretty much what it felt like 100%. to me. Hundred percent. Who's the crop Whoop. next year? We're talking Stroud, Bryce Young. Yep. DJ. One and that's one and two. There's a bunch of guys. I mean, you're gonna Florida Jack- quarterback. I think Jackson's. Right? Yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Is there, there, do you think that because of how late the football product is coming out this year, 
it like it's carry it, it'll carry over a little bit into next year's class and then give that class like a year of breathing room almost no i think it's gonna i think it has potential to crush some of that product 2022 next product. year's 2022 yeah. well yeah, isn't that sure. going to come out at the end of the season uh i mean unless they figure out a way to not get it out at the end of the season i mean at, at this rate uh, based on current projections it, you would almost assume it has to right prism football is typically an october november release and it's may and it's not out yeah i mean that's not that's not like a month behind right i mean well, that's what i'm saying because now this product's going to have runway will that give air cover to this class you're saying because if like the 2021 stuff coming out late so late i don't think so because of the way the new stuff's going to come out around the same time as this stuff's coming out you know what i mean yeah and i do i don't don't think it has as much to do with release as it does with what's in it like (laughs) if gold standard comes out in august or comes out in december it doesn't change necessarily but sometimes some of these guys develop Two years in or, you know. A thousand percent. And then sometimes they go the wrong way. For sure. Right? If Kenny Pickett goes 0-8. Yep. But and th- no other quarterback is playing, you could really crush it. If Malik Willis comes out and starts week three and Desmond Ritter's playing by week five and then Prism, Contenders, Optic, all the good stuff starts coming out. Yeah, it has a ton of potential. I mean, it works both ways. It's so much of it's built on the class. More, yeah. you know. We'll see. I just want to say yeah, something to you, Ryan. We've said this, I've said this on multiple times, and I'm going to try to be calm and rational. If the Jets are anything close to competing, you're going to have to quit this podcast. It's going to be really bad for you. It's going to be really, 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 really bad for you. Every squirrel finds a nut, right? Eventually, it's going to work out. Eventually, it's going to work out, right? Michigan won for the first time in 10 years. I I don't know anything about that. I'm a Georgia guy. I won the national championship, so. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's. That's what I expected you to say. <laughs> um, yeah. Right? It'd be a real shame if Zach Wilson had all that talent didn't do much. It would just be a real shame. That would be a real shame. That would really ruin my life if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, though, we have that clip of you saying this Jets defense is going to be a It was problem. a problem. Jets are going to go 8-8. Eight eight it was, three, it was nine, good. Nine, nine it was a year eight. early. Yeah. It was a year early. We'll see. Carl Lawson out for the year. It's not my fault. It, it, it just, it's, you know, you know, it's funny, too, is like, I'm going to end up eating my words on so many guys we've talked about. Like, the the Eagles going out and adding all this talent around Jalen Hurts. The Dolphins adding all this talent around uh, Tua. No, I don't think so. It's like... I don't think you got to worry about Tua. Yeah. What about, what about Michael Porter Jr.? I just... I don't... I don't... Uh, that was my guy. That was my guy. Yeah. But let's... Uh, Speaking of NBA playoffs, yeah. any quick check in there? I saw game one where I saw a highlight of Giannis just absolutely bodying Jason Tatum playing defense, just threw him to the ground, and Giannis just throws it down, and the clip said, when Jason Tatum finds out that Giannis isn't Kevin Durant. Um, Bucks look good in game one. I think the Warriors are going to be a tough out. Yeah, I mean, it's good basketball. Like, if only the NBA was this good all season. Like, it's just, it's a whole different level in the playoffs, and it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, the so regular season's going to keep getting worse, in my opinion. <clears throat> and the playoffs will get better. Playoffs are awesome. They're fun. It's to the watch. only time of year they play hard, so it's like, of course, it's the best time to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Both those games again tonight. 
Sixers Heat. I feel like, unfortunately, Luca has no chance in his series, which is like really sad. Well, Booker's really, really good. But yeah. yeah. I mean, didn't Luka's he put up like crazy. 45 and 10? Yeah, and they lost yeah. by like 100, it felt like. He's a beast. Tyler Hero going off, though. I mean, Grayson Allen's been going off, too. We should talk about Tyler Hero becoming like an elite bench piece. Just He's one of the three finalists for six man, isn't he? I would think so. Him, Kevin Love, him, Kevin Love, and somebody else. I would think so. He was one of the three finalists for that. Anyways, uh, Miami's this week. And there was a big, big, big F1 sale just in time for that. Uh, $900,000 for the Lewis Hamilton one-of-one Superfractor from first year Topps Chrome as a PSA 7. First... Mm -hmm. First, uh, first thoughts on that? Um, you know, I just want to say that Ryan and I were so locked in on this F1 thing so early. And every time I see one of these sales, I get mad that I didn't quadruple down. Are you just pure pain? That is my reaction when I see things like this. I just think I wish I would have got... Like, I wish I would have been a fan earlier yeah. when you first started talking about it. Because if I would have been a fan, like, if I would have started watching the documentary when you first brought it yep. up. You'd um, be rich and retired right now. I, I would have retired right now. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you have uh, far more be honest, It's like, been like that, huh? It's been crazy. Yeah, I mean, I bought a, you know, I, I own some cool F1 Dynasty patch autos that, like, just compared to where they are now, it's like, it's, it's, it's wild to see that. But I... I will say, like the nine hundred thousand dollars, I'm not like that seems that seems high for a PSA seven. That's I mean that's a lot of money. It is a one of one seven non auto. It's a non auto. I'm with you on that. That's cool, but like it also like I don't know. I'm not sure that's what I would have wanted to spend nine hundred thousand on. It's cool. Congrats to who bought it. It's Um, objectively seems like a lot. Feels like a kind of weird congrats that you're giving right there. Yeah, it is. (laughs) For it sure. feels like obviously the best non-auto card available and <clears throat> a non-auto card of his available and in a world where his one of one auto has never appeared i don't even like a, a dynasty one of one hasn't appeared i don't even think so yeah i think so there's a guy that owns up the max and the lewis one right dynasty, triple i mean there's a couple different versions right so unless one of those come up to give it some context this is the first one that comes out people are gonna go crazy you know because I agree, it's definitely a lot of money. I'm not confused by that. But it's just the nature of how it goes, I feel like. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's a cool card. Clean. Definitely. What yeah, do you think the Max would clean. do? I was thinking about it this weekend a little bit. Same grade, same... Same exact card comes out. It's a Max for stop instead of Lewis Hamilton. What do you think it does? I mean... Nowhere, nowhere near that. Or seventy five. I was going to say five hundred. Five hundred over under is what I said. Uh, yeah, I would have said under. Interesting. Yeah, I'd say under. Yeah, Charles wouldn't even. Under. Charles would even go much lower than that. I think. Yeah, Charles would go under max. I think for sure. For sure. Yeah. Considering he's going to finish second yeah. in the championship this year, I would think so. You think Max is going to or Max is going to win again? Yeah. What, what are we? Uh, what's the bet for this weekend? I got to see the practices because Lewis was supposed to bring like a new power source or something like that. I saw. He went and saw Tony Stark. He's changing, yeah, he did hit up Tony Stark. He, he's changing something like a major change in the car for the weekend, which could be crazy because it could really fall apart, which is tough. 
Verstappen plus 105. He's plus 105. Huh? Sh- he has two yeah, big straights, right? Shaw's. He's going to be two huge straightaways. Yeah, huge straightaways. Shaw's plus 135. And then you got Sergio Perez plus 1100. That makes sense. Sainz, 1300. Lando Norris full, plus 4000. Lewis Hamilton plus 5000. Yep. Man. Where's George? George plus 6000. That's weird. For a guy that's finished, what, top five every race? That seems awesome. Magnuson. Don't let Magnuson get sneaky in there, though. I would love K. I would love a Haas, like a real compete this weekend would be awesome. Just just a battle. Oh, I just hope it doesn't rain. Yeah, raining would be unfortunate for sure. Um, I would love Haas to win this weekend. What if Mick like comes down and over for a top ten? I'll go nuts. No, I want to see like Lewis one, Charles two, George three. And then like Red Bull DNF. I don't want that. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Hater. I don't. Hater. I don't hater, want a hater, DNF. Hater. I would love. I think I need Max to win now in my head, so I need him to win this weekend. Putting Why? it on wax on the podcast. When are we recording in Miami? Sunday morning before we go to the stadium. Coffee at the Airbnb, toast. coffee, hot coffee, a little bit of toast. We do have a kitchen and conversation. Someone doing Airbnb. We have an yeah. Airbnb. Or someone doing like uh like uh, Ego like waffles. Uber Eats, Uber Eats, same thing. Yeah, yeah Jay's we'll catering. Oh no, that. I'm just curious. Like, is so Jay says he's gonna cater it, but is he gonna ask you guys like the day of? Like, I thought you guys were doing yeah. it. Like, is that what's gonna happen? She's really the guy for getting breakfast. <laughs> I just like guys. Trying to like, you're you're, you're like, coming into town with like not, four people I'm in your camera crew. Maybe you can have someone now. Jesus, I'm not mad. As he attacks him for the fifth time, twenty minutes. Jay, get breakfast for yeah. Don't get anything. Three, for Ryan, not Jay. four. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's that. You guys got him. That was that, you saw that was who was on your side. Facebook when... questions. <laughs> I love sports center okay. so much. All right, shout out to uh, Jay for having the Facebook questions. Uh, all right, he says, right, just like we talked about, this will be good. Uh, with only one first-round QB, aside from Pickett, what's your strategy surrounding this year's draft class cards once the set starts coming out? Is this just the year of the rookie wide receivers? Um, I think my perspective this year is I'm only focusing on PC Jet stuff. That's where I am, personally. I don't see and I don't see a real opportunity with these rookies. I just don't. So unless Kenny Pickett becomes Ben Roethlisberger, which I don't expect to happen, I don't think these, this is going to be a hot class. So, And I don't want to like overextend. I don't want to do something stupid. I don't want to force it if it's not there. I'd much rather just buy <clears throat> um, Sauce and Garrett Wilson for my collection. Because Juice is temporary, but Sauce is forever. I think these classes are starting to merge together a little bit more than people think. Like Joey Burrow in the second year, you know, still booming. Uh, I think that we don't know a lot about Zach Wilson, you know, a lot of this class. So I think they're not as separated based on how late the release calendars are happening. So I think that the QBs have a little bit more of a runway. And I think one or two guys will emerge and there will be demand around those players. I think it's more of a two-season rookie-ish card window chase nowadays. I don't hate that take. <clears throat> I think this year, like, well, I think what I'm most intrigued by is will people want the shiny new object that they want every year when the new draft class comes out and it's you know wide receiver heavy with little to no quarterbacks? 
uh, or is this a year where you can like prospect guys, where you can buy future stars like Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, guys that aren't going to play on week one? Are you able to buy those cards like you used to in the past for forty, fifty, eighty, a hundred dollars an auto? You know, sub like five thousand dollars for a Prism Gold. Um, like, is there opportunity there, or is this? Hey, they're new and they've never done anything, so screw it. Let's just pay ten grand for a patch auto one one, and we'll see what happens. Um, I think that's probably what I'm most curious about. Uh, this is definitely the weakest draft class in a long time. I would say 2013 is the is for cards. The for cards, yeah. This is this is not good. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just just frank. Yeah, it's just like, funny the way you say it. It's not well, good. I mean, so how do you feel about last class? I mean, it had five quarterbacks in what the first 15 picks. That's hard. to Well, make. how are they? Like, how are the? How's the performance been? I mean, Trevor. Like, you just only seen one year of them. Like there That's was my expe- point. That's there's my expectation point. that they're going to play going into the season. There's no expectation any of these dudes are going to play other than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but you'd argue, like, we I'd knew argue that Lawrence Zach was Wilson would have would be a hotter prospect going into this year if he didn't play. What do you mean? Meaning, if in week five the Jets are four and one, people are going to be looking to do- get their hands all over Zach Wilson cards. Correct, and the Falcons are four and one. Nobody's buying Desmond Ritter. That's not true. If he's playing, I'm saying he's not playing. He's not going to play though. That. It's going to be Marcus Mariota. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, then if they're four and one, and he's not playing. No one should be buying their, his card. So, but That's my a, point is, there's a lot of still going on. Like I, I don't, I think that because of the product release schedule, they have a little bit more chance. And numbers show that two dudes are going to be playing from this class by, you know. The the second half of the year. Yeah, we we'll see. All right, Natalie uh, Bubnick says we saw cards from Allen and Ginner, such as Dave Portnery, Gary V, and even the Bitcoin card should have been value. What other miscellaneous cards in Allen and in Allen and Ginner are plays? I don't know anything about this to be honest with you. Historically, My, it, to me, it's and it's just about cultural memes. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, like, I don't even know who's in other sets. You know what I mean? I'm trying to look. Uh, my gut says, um, you know, who probably has a decent one right now. Pete Davidson. I just saw Tom Segura. That was that was funny. You said that. I could see Pete Davidson. Who else is? Uh, just kind of high. Call. I mean, The Rock. I don't know what The Rock like his I don't cultural think they had stuff. Out and Ginner. Brian. Yeah, Garcia, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm just throwing out random. I mean, Elon would be one if he had. Yep. It. Very cool yeah, yeah. It's basically just cultural people who have yeah. are having a moment inside of whether it's internet or even like you know real world stuff. Yeah, I imagine yeah, something J- tied J- to J- NFT. Ryan Garcia, but I don't, I don't know if he's in. I don't know if he's has a Ginner auto. I know he's got a Goodwin auto. But Ryan Garcia's got cards. Logan Paul. Yeah, it's just very based on. I can't believe Gary's cards are nine hundred dollars for an auto. It's crazy. Are they? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. April seventeenth. It's crazy. Yeah, well. Um, next, Jay. Next question. All right, here you go. It says Donald Trump. Wait, what, who's tapping? I win. Is that me? Probably it was me. Okay, Probably it was me. I don't think I was tapping. I don't know. Donald Chaper says I went to my LCS to make some value box plays. Been successful several times. I bought two first Bowman Julio Rodriguez for three dollars a piece, or five for ten. Found three other cards to get the deal. What is the best value box play you ever made? Jets killed it in the draft. Also, I'm from Ohio. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I won't pretend to be on the same level as Ryan from a value box standpoint. I would say the coolest thing I ever did that's close to that was I walked into my local shop, like I want to say a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And I purchased one pack of Bowman Draft, 2018, 2019 Bowman Draft. I don't remember which one it was. Purchased one pack of Bowman Draft and I opened it and there was a black Riley Green auto in there. That was like the best thing I've ever done in terms of like That's pretty cool. random little purchase that worked out for me. I found a Head Johnson Skybox Rubies Red in a quarter box in Dallas. And it sold for like $159. That's probably one of the coolest finds ever. Um, yeah, that'll be tough to beat. Um, for me, it's just all the soccer stuff over the years that I bought. Just singles of different players at all the shows, but nothing that I can specifically speak to. Yeah, twenty to two sixty Mike White stuff with the play of the show, I would say, from a value box standpoint. Could like, never be there, way. You can't not negotiate and expect it to be a value box play. I mean twenty to two sixty is like I'm just trying to be nice to Jeff. Ten to two sixty. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well Mason Mount auto. Yeah. Bro, what's up? Are we getting fired up? Like, are we gonna win the World Cup or like we have a shot? World Cup's like kind of coming. No, we don't really have a shot. That's unfortunate. Man. Um, we're kind of you know in the somewhat mix, I guess you could say. One could say we're gonna get to the knockout stage, right? Uh, we're gonna get to the knockout stage. We're get to okay. Stage. All right. Next question. I have confidence and faith in that. And maybe we're gonna be at a soccer event soon. Maybe potentially. Potentially, maybe we might be. Also, one thirty-seven p.m. If you haven't seen, we sponsored the kit. Ride, did you see it? It's kind of yeah. sick. We have a team in Bangkok that is rocking one thirty-seven p.m. on the chest. Nice. They're pretty um, clean jerseys too. They're like black and gold. It's kind of fire. Anyway. All right. Next question. Uh, Gravy Carter says, based on current form, Christian Pulisic isn't a top one hundred Premier League player. What will it take for his value to bottom out and match his playing ability rather than the yank optimism for him being the great hope for American soccer? Right, Gravy, settle down. That's like a real attack on pretty crazy. much everything I stand for. I don't appreciate that. He's not top 100, Ty? The, uh, I just can't necessarily agree with that take, per se. Like, sure uh, here's that. my problem, and I'm just going to be honest with everyone here, including the two of you. The only thing I know about Christian Pulisic is what Tyler tells me. So apparently, as far as I know, <laughs> Christian Pulisic is Pele. So I need to, I'm a little confused by that. And we've been on record saying that before, that like when he's not Pele, Tyler's definitely made it sound like he was going to be Pele. So. I mean, let's see. From a goal scoring perspective, he's got five goals and an assist. In 19 matches. That doesn't sound very good. It doesn't. Okay. The number 23 player in the league is Phil Foden with eight goals in 25 matches. So he sounds like a, like in the 70s. And like, That's pretty sure the first player, like, you, I, I don't know what the standard really is. Yeah, he's a fucking American dude playing. I'm not sure the question. Isn't a top 100 Premier League player? Debatable. What will it take for his value to bottom out and match his playing ability rather than yank optimism? 
for him being the great hope for American soccer. I don't know what the great hope is, but I think that there's a lot of talent playing now because of him based on a lot of his marketing capabilities. And from a value of cards perspective, he's always going to be priced up because of who he is and what he represents. Yeah. I, I think like in value is in who what wants to pay for it. So he's not a superstar, but I'm pretty sure he's scored goals, which matter on the biggest stage in global soccer. I'm not sure what more you could like ask for. Yeah. I feel like, you know, this is a classic example of card values, not being equated with talent necessarily. It's equated with narrative and it's equated with who we think this person can be. And in America, which is the, the hub for cards, he's the best soccer player. And a world where soccer explodes, the Americans going to get the most love. That's just the way it is. But I am a little confused because I thought he was messy. So I need to <laughs> make some adjustments in my mind, but I'll get there. I mean, he, uh, what did he score? He, he didn't he score? He's been hurt a little bit, final? right? Like he's missed some matches. Yeah. He's not in form, as they say. All right, this next question is good. Okay. Eric Mark Murray says, which, because Ty, you were just talking about this, which of the six QBs from last year's yeah, draft I agree, is, Eric. The best, is the best to invest in, A, before the season slash nationals bump, and B, for the long term? He, sa- he goes on to say, also, why is the answer Zach Wilson? I'm a Chargers it's a great fan question. no fanhood towards Jet. That's it's a Jets. great question. The answer is not Zach Wilson. What's the answer, Ryan? Trevor Shut Lawrence up, is the answer. No, it's not. Trevor Lawrence is the answer. They're a disaster. The Jets are he is talented. The Jets are clearly the best situation for any of the rookie quarterbacks. No. No way. Trevor Lawrence is Zion. Trey Lance is, be- no, is better than Jimmy Edwards. He's going to at least win games. He stinks. They couldn't play the him last year. The Jets aren't winning their division. Zach Wilson, they're going to hold the wild card spot. Neither are the Niners. Do at least compete. So will the Jets? No. Okay. Won't. Yes. Watch. Just watch. When? What? Like no. You will never. You'll never get a chance. We're gonna be humming. You're gonna be oh, upset I'm be about in it. In your kitchen. Zach Wilson would be fall. would be like two A or two B. I could. I could. I could get behind the argument that Zach Wilson over Trey Lance. I. I could see that that argument. Trevor Lawrence, talent wise, is. is I don't disagree with that. That's that's true. I'm not gonna argue. Like with he's you a that. better. He's a he's a safer investment. There's less risk with Trevor Lawrence than there is anyone else. He's more expensive, but his upside is way higher than any of these other guys. That's true. He could be Peyton Manning. That's true. It's not going to happen, but that's true. Okay, I can get behind the Jags aren't going to be very good. I just, that division's not very good. The Jags can win that division this year. Maybe. I don't disagree with that. That's not wrong. The The Jags don't have a higher chance of winning their division than the Jets do. That's not true. Absolutely, they do. Absolutely, they do. The Whoa, Jets are the not beating the Bills. Word, right? Sorry, just the Bills are the Bills. The have, Jets being good gets Ryan fired up, and that makes me happy because that means no, it's he's like, finished in the fall. <laughs> he's in real trouble this fall. Tough shit. Crazy. The Bills are clearly the best team in that division. There's not a clear team. In, like the Titans, yeah. Maybe Matt Ryan with the Colts, yeah. Like the Jags could be no on the Texans. Like, well, I you agree. Root- we should all just wear Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson yeah. jerseys together. Will you root for the Jets because of Garrett Wilson and Ruckert? No. You don't want him to Come succeed? On. I want Garrett Wilson to have a great year. I just want him to ask for a trade. Are you going to buy Jets cards? No. You're not at all? 
don't know. No, I'll buy his contenders, crack dice autos, and keep those, and I won't touch any of his jet mm. stuff. Unfortunate. This is great. Yeah. It's so good. They took the two best players from Ohio State. It's so good. <laughs> it's so All perfect. Right. Last question. Esteban Garcia says, with the price gap between PSA 10s and PSA 9s being so wide, is it better to grade cards with noticeable minor flaws with BGS in hopes of the subgrades helping to retain the value? For example, something that is obviously a PSA 9 have a better shot at a BGS 9.5. What is your take? Thanks, guys. Love the show. I think this is a good idea. It's just hard to judge it, right? Like, it's a very difficult game to play. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just... You're, you're ho- there's kind of some like hopeless optimism in here that like, hey, BGS is going to give me a 9.5 because PSA is definitely not going to give me a right. 10. It's like, yeah, what if you get a BGS 9 and you wasted more time and more money? It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't hate maybe like a raw card review. See what you get. You know, if you get the 9.5, just stick it in there and move on. I don't hate that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got potential if it would get a BGS 9.5. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility it's just again there's just more associated risk with it it's not a lock yeah and there's also something too like psa also has a bump but i guess the price of the prices but yeah i mean depending on the card too sgc might also be an option for i mean that's what i've done i pretty much sub 30 dollars yeah i've pretty much fully committed to sgc so that's working out for me all right, so that is the last Facebook question. Again, if you guys want to submit Facebook questions, you can do it on uh, the group is Card Talk Pod on Facebook. So check that out if you guys have not already. It's a great Facebook group. Well, let's get let's get into play of the week. Let's see what we got going on here. All right, so this is from H Miller underscore twenty seven. Hayden says, "What's up, guys? Love the podcast." Lot buying is my favorite play, and I sold this John Morant lot I couldn't refuse for 400 bucks about a month ago. I slowly sold, uh, slowly sold it all off, and within a month, I sold it all for around 800 bucks. Doubling up in a month isn't bad, and I also got to leave others room for profit as well, selling for about 80% of comps. So it's got uh, a couple things I can see so far. It's got from this year's Optic 2122. It's got a red disco. It's like a purple disco, an orange. It's got like some Prism Hobby second year. Uh, purple ice. It's got a blue disco from Fast Break Prism. It's got a couple numbered cards from uh, Flux, like Panini Black. It's like a bunch of like jaw numbered cards, including an auto from Flux. Um, seems like a good buy for four hundred bucks. Yeah, I like it. I agree. I think it's a great buy. Did you sell it all? Sold it off? Yeah. It all? Yeah. I mean, that's a nice lot. And it's a yeah. nice flip. Yeah, it's also and he left some and he left some room. I like my man. Yeah, I wish I saw the timeline. I I hope and I would imagine that it was somewhere around this little playoff run that was happening. So there's been a nice little run up on Ja. I think I saw a post from Josh Cardboard Chronicles. I think who was showing off like the basketball numbers recently and players, and Ja's like mm-hmm. the only one overcoming the trends in basketball, which is cool. So good yeah. job by uh, Hayden. Good work. Why do you guys love when the seller leaves room, but when the buyer pays full price? Because the buyer's making a mistake in that scenario. I'm not saying who the buyer is, but you know, I'm not following. He's making why do you guys? He's making fun of us. Jay's basically saying that, like, hey, we we love to show the seller giving room uh, credit for giving room, but when Jason pays full price for value box cards that have been sitting for eight years, it's like his. It's like 
our fault for saying that he should have offered half price, um, not his fault for just being like, yep, we got to have it. Why do you guys love when the seller leaves room for the buyer, but when the buyer pays full price? Because they're two different contexts and we can like both. That's true. It is a different context. Like you're either the buyer or the seller. That's a fact. All right. Next one is Cam's card collection. It's a great example of if you put in the work, you'll find a good deal. I recently went to a local antique store. They usually have sports card and display cases and well overpriced. I walked by a case and saw this Mia Hamm rookie card and it's always listed at 45 bucks. Quickly checked comps to see they were asking prices were in the range of 250 to 500. Bought the card at the antique store and a little after negotiation was able to get it for $40. Then I sold on eBay for 185. Goes to show if you put in the work, the deals will come. Agreed. I think Mia Ham's still a great buy. I love some Mia Ham. I have a Mia Ham Twizzlers card. Never even heard of that. It's like some random insert. It's fire. But this is the Mia Ham for those that are not watching. It's a 1992 SI for Kids Mia Ham Series 2 PSA 6 with a $45 price tag on it. And he sold it for $185 on eBay. Courtney says, love a Mia Ham rookie play. I agree. Mia Ham was like goaded. Mia Ham, Brandy Chastain. That squad is goaded. That is like just before my time, so I don't have the attachment mm. to Mia Ham that other people have, and I feel like I should. It's unfortunate. I'm um, so... Oh, yeah. that squad was legendary. I, mean, I remember I that summer like it was my, my greatest summer of my life. Yeah. All right, next one, Jay. All right, this one's from Tyler underscore Woods 27. It says, my play of the week's mission. I bought this Doug Flutie a while back and had no clue what it was, but I saw it was out of 30. I bought it for just over three bucks after tax and eBay. I looked it up shortly after and saw the comps at 400 plus. I listed it as an auction and it ended up selling for $555. A few weeks later, I was in Mercari and found a Joey Galloway Star Rubies with a weird title. I typically only buy cards on there for $5 or less, but when I saw the Joey at 16, I couldn't pass it up. I listed this as an auction as well, and it sold for three thirty-three to the same buyer. All in all, I was in it for about twenty bucks, and my profit was a little over seven hundred dollars. P.S. I'm from the great state of Ohio. All right, so it's tough that Tyler's not going to win, but um, this buyer is definitely like a skybox collector, right? Has to be. Only thing that makes sense. So, couple thoughts. Doug Flutie is a legend. Like, and a lot of people got a lot of attachment to Doug Flutie. Quick story, but before the story, I'm gonna go into Tyler Woods. You really just bounced around Tyler, in four different places there in like four <laughs> seconds. Tyler, here we go. Tyler Woods is an epic name, and if if this individual plays golf, I mean, it's you call yourself Tiger Woods. I know it well, but this person's actual last name is Woods, like T Y G E R Tiger. He goes Woods, by T Bone. He is so. Got you. So Tiger Woods, aka Tyler Woods, great name. Second. Doug Flutie, legend. He shot a commercial at my crib when I was like, probably like 11 or 12 for Flutie Flakes, which was a product he put out. And the Super Bowl, the commercial ran during the Super Bowl. So I got to meet Doug Flutie. He chilled at my crib for two days and he threw me passes in the side yard. And I still have a football signed That's Doug fair. Flutie. And this was like peak Doug Flutie guy. I love that. So a lot of people got a. Big soft spot for they Doug do. People love in college. Did some legendary stuff in. I love in the, the idea league. of searching eBay for misprice or mislisted things. Oh yeah, 
to grind. The the title on this, again, for those that are not watching, on the Doug Flutie originally that he bought for $2.99, says 1999 Skybox Premium Football Card, number 105, Doug Flutie Refractor-like card. Like card. 17 of 30. Wild. Crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, a gr- it's a great and, play. It would probably be the winner if he wasn't from Ohio. But he can't win. I, I won't let him win. I mean, yeah. We should stop play of the week if that's the case. This no, is, it's not about stop part. play of the week. This isn't first off, this isn't my winner, so keep going. You just can't put up state of Ohio. If you're from Ohio, don't, don't put it tell in me there. because I don't want to vote for don't you. Don't tell us. You t- you can DM me. I'm a big Ohio I'll make guy. sure it gets on there. I hate Ohio. Ohio's growing it's a subpar on me. state. Tiger was a great name. All right, this is from cardboard underscore chasers on IG. For this week's play. I have a nearly 10x flip, courtesy of ComC. I'm late to the game with ComC, but started using it about two months ago. This Benny Montgomery Chrome Sapphire Gold out of 15 popped up for 95.50. Added it to my cart, and the seller marked it half off to 47.75. I bought it immediately, and then consigned it to an eBay auction with ComC. It sold for $416.79. I lost only 3% since I consigned it with ComC and received site credit. If I cash out, I'll lose another 10%. But I plan on keeping the credit and continuing to flip on Comsy. It's pretty good. It's really good. Benny Montgomery is one of the fastest rising prospects, I think, in the whole sport of baseball. He's a player. Yeah, he's a real player. It's bombs. Big fan. Hmm. Who's he play for? Is it the yes, Rockies still? Um, he's very, very good. It's a really good play. Big fan. Yeah. Comsy also is like easy plays all day long. We've heard it time and time again. Easy place. Yeah, ComC is a lot like day trading. Yeah. Just sit there, wait for deals to get listed. You know what else I like about ComC? There's been a lot of places that come up, they pop up, they're starting these new businesses, we're selling cards here, blah, blah, blah. ComC is like, you know what? We're, we've been here, we're like the old school. Just keep buying with us, and they just keep dominating. I love it. Big fan. That's pretty good. All right, Jay, is there any more? All right, this is from Celtics Card Zero. Just bought these two cards, Jalen Brown in February, Tatum in April, and I paid $95.63 for the pair after taxes and shipping. When buying the Jalen Brown, I thought $30 for a team sponsor patch out of 10 seems to be very cheap. I know the sponsor patches demand a premium and thought it was a good buy. Ryan sometimes speak of making lots of teams players, so when I saw the Tatum pop up on eBay, I picked it up for 60 Another good deal for a game-used patch out of 10 Ahead of their playoff run, I accepted an offer of $200 for the lot and profited $76.64 after fees. Nothing crazy, but goes to show a little work and good timing gives results. Facts. So, there's a they're both from 2018 and 2019 Panini threads. Uh, the Tatum is a multicolor patch out of 10. The Jason Tatum is part of the GE, I think that's what that is. Isn't that GE logo on the Celtics yes. jersey? Yeah, it's, uh, it's number to 10. He bought the Brown for 30, the Tatum for 60, plus taxes. And then he sold them for 200 bucks. Easy. Taking one of your lessons, too. It's good. Yeah, it's good work. Pretty straightforward. Good work. Yeah. It's pretty good. I love a, love a good logo patch. Game-used patch is, you know, two, the best two players in the Celtics for under 100 bucks. That doesn't seem yeah, like a bad... A, doesn't seem like a bad... Yeah, you yet. know what's nice? Nope. And, it's also not a bad buy for the final, the, the duty sold it. Yeah. Listen, like ninety bucks, you make seventy five bucks in a couple weeks or whatever. Like, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Do it again and again and again. Man, it's unfortunate that there's one runaway winner here. 
there is a winner here. I'm looking for a reason not to pick this kid from Ohio. All right, Ty, you, you go first. Tiger Woods. It doesn't matter what I say, so, yeah. It's Tiger Woods. I mean, you can't. Congrats, Tyler. Come in with that name. You can't. Hit me with Doug Flutie when Flutie Flakes commercial is on my crib. O-H-I-O. I'm so sad. Just stop putting I'm from Ohio in it because it makes me not want to pick it. Oh, you hate to see it, man. Ohio just dominated. It's like four out of the last five weeks. The whole group chat is Ohio people. It's unbelievable. There's like people having barbecues every weekend. They take turns because they're all so close. 98, I was seven. All right. Shout out to Tyler Woods. Uh, just representing the great state of, state of Ohio, making us proud and play of the week. Just great to see. Love to love to uh, love to see that. So, uh, latest launch. It's big this week, boys. It's it's a big week. I'm gonna pull it up because I know there's a couple, but you've got Bowman baseball, Court Kings basketball, and National Treasures football. Premier release week. Real quick. Um... Who's the, who are the best two teams in baseball? I have absolutely no idea. I do, I you know who like I right know this is second? not in the Reds. The Reds are awful. They're three and nineteen. I, know, I do know that they're terrible. Shit state. Um, well, who are the best two teams? Probably in baseball? the Yankees and the Mets right now. What do you? Wait, wait, wait! No, you're not doing that, right? That's tough. <laughs> it's May third. <laughs> it's May third. <3rd. laughs> Do you know that they walked them into a bus song? I did. I want you, Brandon. No, you that I'm one. confused that the Yankees have the best record in baseball on May 3rd. Who gives a fuck about the Yankees having the best record on May 3rd? Listen. Best right, Jay, best Jay, mark that one down. Hot, mark that hot. one down for September for me when it matters. Thank you. When you're hot, Thank you're you. hot. I got the AO rookie of the year on my team. I have no worries. When you're hot, you're hot. The Mets aren't winning anything. The Mets are much better. Right. The Mets, the Yankees, the Mets are much better than the Yankees. Win. The Mets might win one playoff. Game. The Mets are much better than the Yankees. Situation, debatable at best. Third All right, no, but real quick, seriously, there's a, this is a huge release week. One of the things we have is Pro Set Soccer, which has Erling Holland autos in it from Leaf. You've got Bowman Baseball Hobby and Jumbo. You have National Treasures Football. You have Tops Bundesliga Soccer. And you have Panini, Donruss, UFC, and Court Kings basketball. A lot of stuff. Basketball product has, I have no interest whatsoever. Um, Bowman baseball, I'm trying to figure out who the first are so I can see who's worth buying in there. But they make it so hard to find. I feel like it should be a lot easier to know who the Bowman first guys are in every release. You know? Agreed. Like who the guys you want are. Holland is that dude. Yeah, like there's just no breakdown of like who's a first and who's not. And unless you're keeping up with every single release, you don't know. Prison football next week? Oh, yeah. What happened with that? Did they officially delay it or? I heard it got delayed again, but I haven't seen. So it's still on the calendar for next week? It's, again, I it just all hearsay. Yes, of I course. Really like but based off what's there. Pun attention to it. Um. No, it doesn't look like that's Sad. the case on the release calendar. It says, hold on. Do you think Zach stuff's going to get blown up right now when Prism comes out because of what's happening? It's currently scheduled for 6-3. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be here. Yeah, so at the moment, just based on current schedule, 
just again, this is just this is all subject to change, yep. as they would say. Uh, it says select footballs five eleven, but I've I was I was how could they put out select? I believe that I think select is later. I think select is actually wrong in this. I think select is six twenty three. We'll see, but it says five eleven. I'm almost positive it's June twenty third. It says flawless footballs five twenty. Obsidian football is five twenty five. Donruss optic football and prism football are both scheduled for six three. Uh, and then Prism Draft Picks Collegiate Football is not scheduled until June fifteenth. I just, I just wish that they would just put stuff out. Like it's just driving me nuts. Do you think that Zach, you do think Zach Wilson's prices are going to be like very out of whack, right? Because I think that they're not at the moment. Well, I'm talking about Prism and NT and all that. They're going to fly. I mean, his stuff's not that way now. Though. Is it not like, contender? I mean, there's like what I mean. Nt Nt's out this week, and there's that big. Sale. Did you see that sale yeah. this week? I saw it 33K, on thirty three k, right? Yeah, it's a bro name. It's a great buy. Story on IG. It was like thirty three thousand dollars for a Zach Wilson Nt patch auto to three. I mean, uh, Zach Wilson could be amazing. That's outrageous. That's a lot of money for a Zach Wilson patch auto. A lot it's, of money. That's a Jordan. That's a cheap. That's more expensive than a Jordan PSA nine player. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. It's definitely. The best, it's like probably the best Zach card, I think, that is in like a one-on-one logo, man. You could buy that Zach Wilson card, or you could buy two Jordan PSA 8 rookies and a Tiger Woods SP Authentic 9510 rookie audit. I agree with you. You can do that game with everything. People are looking to buy certain things. I get it. I'm just like, I hope for that person, Zach Wilson. Yeah, shout out to my guy. Um, I mean, I... If, I don't hope that. But what if Zach Wilson wins the ring, brings the Jets back to the promised land, to glory card. land? Huge card. Yep. The biggest. Card. Wouldn't it be bigger? Yep. What if he's... I might buy not. Lou's going to bet the farm. Only one he's person sell that can pillow behind him. It's a nice pillow. And What about the drawing? It's a sweet pillow. Big into the drawing. And the tree. And the, yeah, all the above. Right there too. Oh, right there. Let me see. Meta Relics. Shout out Meta Relics for the prints. Nice. So you got a foam roller there yeah, too. Yeah. Get after it. Stretch the back out a little Getting bit. A little work on. Nice. Yeah. I'm about to All head right. over to the space. Possible mm. bonus episode coming next week from Miami. Not possible. possible. We're at what's happening. Confirmed. <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> Confirmed it. So we're doing two episodes. Yeah. Next week. yeah. Tuesday and then Sunday. Is that, is that okay Tuesday. with you? Okay. Bonus episode coming from Miami. Bring your own breakfast. See you See guys you. soon. Bring your own breakfast. Yeah, Peace. Right. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.